400 times. You know, I've even heard coaches say that. We beat this team today, but if we'd play them another 100 times, we'd lose 99 of them. They're just great. We just happen to be playing really well today. Well, a chess player that beats you once, twice, and keep counting, he's beaten someone better than he is 1,000 times. Someone's ranked higher than he is, he keeps beating him. And he climbs the ladder, and they consider him a master chessman. And Bobby Fisher, who is a master chessman, a lot of people from Russia or, you know, uh, Czechoslovakia or Poland or something like that. He's the only American that ever achieved that status. It's an amazing thing, though. Bobby Fischer dropped out of sight, and he became what would you call, uh, besides exiled, I was just going to use the simple word, uh, he's lost. And they made a movie one time. It was like, you know what the name of the movie was? Searching for Bobby Fischer. Where are you? And they finally interviewed him not too long ago, and he said, I just don't want to be around anybody more. It's sort of like a recluse now. Remind me of a Ted Kaczynski. You know, just leave me, leave me in the hills, big old grungy beard, and look like Saddam Hussein when he was found in a hole in the ground. And it's just like, here's a master chessman that could probably invent tons of stuff. Just leave me be. In other words, you enjoy being lost? Mm, yeah. Uh, if you could put me on a desert island, that's what he'd prefer. But Bobby Fisher, in search of Bobby Fisher, or the Lost Boys, or the Titanic. Today's uh, question for you. Have you ever lost something? And you say, sure. What do you do? I guess you go looking for it. I don't know that you've... I'm going to make today's Bible study. Or, um, I usually have three S's and four K's or something like that. I'm going to make this in about as simple as I can. Jesus said it best. He said, I came to seek and to save that which was what? Lost. Isn't it amazing? He came to look for us. I want to switch this around today. You've probably seen the bumper sticker, Wise Men Still What? Seek Him. You need to look for Him. If I could paraphrase, it's like from womb to tomb. That means before He was born and to the day He died, even after He died. Before He was born and after He died, I'm going to talk about some people that went looking for Jesus. It's interesting because yesterday we looked at a, a man and a lady. We called it a, a pleading man. Remember that man's name, 12-year-old daughter? Jairus. Jairus went looking for Jesus. He was a pleading man, the bleeding woman that was with him. What was her name? Unknown, yeah. But it's neat that she, her story's in there. So she's nameless and Jairus, and both of them go looking for Jesus. I reminded you that a search party or a rescue team goes looking for people. That is, until you die, and then they call it a recovery team. But Jairus was, he was in a search party of his own. I want to go find Jesus. He went looking for Jesus. The pleading woman went looking for Jesus. So we've covered a couple already. But do you know there's a lot more people that look for Jesus? Hmm. Today we're going to take a, a look at a few of these. Some of them are going to be famous. I hope you got your Bible with you. Do you have, if you don't have a Bible, you can just sit beside a, a Christian. They probably got one. <laughs> no, I just got Ashley told me to say that. Um, if you don't have a Bible, uh, you're going to miss out. Hey, it's chapel. When you bring a Bible to chapel? Okay, good. I'm going to go through a list of some people that uh, went looking for Jesus. Wow, what a man to look for. We've already talked about several this week, but I want to make it pretty simple today. And a couple people that Jesus finds, they sort of went looking for him, but uh, they're going to show up a couple different times in his life. Look at Matthew chapter 2. We're going to just skim through some of these, and I'm going to Luke. And that's where I'll try to stay so you won't go crazy flipping back and forth through the Bible. But today's sort of like not a sword drill, but I hope you got your Bible. Here's Matthew chapter 2. If you're taking notes today, it's a good thing to do. Um, and by the way, 
God gives me some things to tell you, and I try to jot them down, and then every once in a while he'll say, will not you add this? And really what he does, he's teaching me to teach you, and it's like, wow, this is so like fresh off the presses, or he's really giving me some good things. Well, today he just reminded me of this. I've been trying all week to get you all to seek Jesus, and he definitely is looking for you. But if you'll go through these verses, I'm going to name you quite a few. They're going to make it quick. I'll try not to camp too long on one specific person. But you try to find somebody today that you say, hey, that's a lot like me, or would I be like them? Hey, they look exactly like I am. If I was a long time ago, I'd be in this group. Or comparing it to today, hmm, would you go looking for him? Look at Matthew chapter 2, some very familiar verses. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, Christmas story here, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east, some people call them, what's another name for Magi? Yeah, some people call them wise men. That's where the bumper sticker reminds me. Wise men still seek him. Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed. He was disturbed before he ever heard that. King Herod's a pretty mean guy. He come out. He wanted to kill everybody under the age of two. Nice guy, huh? Yeah. King Herod was making up for all the people who want abortion today. He's going to kill you up to the age of two. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he called together all the people, chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them, "Where is Jesus?" Hmm. He's seeking him too. And answered him in Bethlehem of Judea. Okay, stop right there and ask you first one. What's the first group? You can maybe jot them down or just try to remember them. Who's the first group of people that look for Jesus? Wise men. What they want him for? To worship him. King Herod went looking for him. What's he wanting? Just thought I'd make a difference there because some of you seek Jesus for different reasons. And I'll get to these other guys, but I'll at least catch you two that we talked about yesterday morning if you were paying attention. What did Jairus want him for? Heal his daughter. What the bleeding woman for? Would you heal me? See, we all go to him for different reasons. Magi, let's go worship him. Herod, let's go kill him. Sort of like the movie last night. Some people would say the name of Jesus for what purpose? Yeah, some people say it with reverence, and other people say it with what? Yeah, to curse others. Magi, where's Jesus? Is what they asked. They went seeking Jesus, in search of Jesus. Herod, where is Jesus? Make a look at verse eight. It says, "I like this one." He sent them to Bethlehem. When Herod called the Magi secretly and found out the exact time the star appeared, he sent them to Bethlehem. And watch as he says, "Go and make a careful search." Herod is sending out a search party for who? For Jesus. I just like to be in a search party for Jesus. As soon as they found him, hey, mission completed. Report to me, and I too may go and worship him. That was a big fat lie. So anyway, they went found Jesus. I want to show you a verse, and I hope this is true when you leave camp this week. Verse 10, when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Some people get joyous when they find Jesus. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down, worshipped him. That's what uh, Colton Preston was trying to get us started in today. We want to worship him in song before we ever open up these scriptures. So we're going to bow down and worship him, but watch this. Then they opened their treasures, presented him with gifts. If you really love Jesus, it's almost like you want a gift to him. Not, gimme, gimme, my name is Jimmy. You know, hi, Lord, it's me again. The Lord's just like, what do you want this time? I hope we're not like that. If you'll just remember, it's like a book in the Bible, Acts, A-C-T-S. Adore Him. First thing you do when you pray to Him, God, I just adore you. I, I bow down. I could give you a big hug. I don't want to think of anything else, just you. That's adoring Him. Then you confess your sins to Him. By the way, I've messed up again. Probably no surprise to you. Would you please forgive me of all my sins? 
thank you for just being who you are, and now I submit my request to you. What if you'd do it like that? Wouldn't prayer take on a whole new meaning? Instead of, dear Jesus, can you give me? Okay, we just jumped. We don't adore him. We don't confess sin. We don't thank him for anything. We automatically, give me. Wow, so nice. Let's try to pick up the first couple things. They bowed down. They worshipped him. They adored him. They opened up their treasures. They give to him. And now listen. Look at verse 12. I love this one. And after having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. I like a little phrase in my Bible here. I know I might be exaggerating a little bit, but I still think it applies. They returned to their country by another way. After you meet Jesus, you always go away different than you came. Wow. You mean by the end of this weekend camp, you'll probably leave and be different than when you came in on Monday? I hope so. I hope you'll say, wow, I never knew some of the things that Edgar talked about. And he's reminded me to go back and be different. I'm going to go home a different way than I came. Hope so. Magi, Herod, look in Luke chapter 2. I'm going to keep you active today so you won't fall asleep now. No, y'all usually listen pretty good. I'm not complaining. Luke chapter 2. I should make you memorize all these things. Magi, Herod, look at Luke chapter 2. Somebody read that, and as soon as you get the verse, you can tell me a group of people that wanted to go find Jesus. Who went seeking for Jesus? Magi. Who went seeking for Jesus? Herod wants to find him. What's the next group of people? Somebody tell me. Shepherds, there you were. And if they went, Achtum, anybody? What's Achtum mean? What language is that? No. Achtum is German for attention. These were German shepherds. No, I was just kidding. They were sheepdogs. Y'all believe me, didn't you? They were shepherds. Watch this ironic thing. These shepherds are looking for the who? What's Jesus called? The great shepherd. These shepherds are looking for a shepherd. Wow. Luke chapter 2. In those days, reading a Christmas story, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken to the entire Roman world. It's the first census that took place while... Do you all want to know all these names? Quinerius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and lineage of David. He went there to register with Mary who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, a time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes, placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. Glory. And they were terrified. And the angel of the Lord said, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you, Christ the Lord. I wonder what these shepherds want to do since the angels told them that. Well, look down to verse 15. When the angels had left them and gone to heaven, the shepherds said, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing which has happened. Let's go find this Jesus. And when they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger, they had seen him. They spread the word concerning what had been told to them. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is verse 19. Mary has just had Jesus, and she's holding him, and mamas are just special. I know mine certainly was. You hopefully will feel that way against, you know, with your mom. What if mamas do this? Mary's rocking the baby Jesus. What's Joseph feel like? Is he proud? Yeah, he gets to raise Jesus. Shepherds are bowing down. 
Look at verse 19. Everybody's just joyous. The shepherds return glorifying and praising God. But wonder what Mary does. Look at verse 19. Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Anybody know what ponder means? What do you think? She's thinking about it. You know what she's thinking about? I don't know, but I'm just going to read into this. Shepherds are going, wow, this is great. And Joseph, he's got the suspenders out to here. Wow, I am proud. And Mary's got a tear running down her eyes because she just, instead of seeing a manger, guess what she just saw? She saw a cross. And she realizes, I've just had him to what? Let him die. When's he going to die? I don't know that. So she wakes up every day wondering, is this the day that i got to give him up? And then she gets back, Mary, you okay? Says Joseph. Mary goes, yeah. What are you thinking of? It's okay. Mary ponders things in her heart. Look at all these shepherds coming to see my boy. Nobody, wow, has ever given us this much attention. Shepherds come to see him. Okay, it's your turn. Look in Luke chapter 2. Verse 25. Tell me what the man's name is. First person to say it, say it. Raise your hand. Okay, there it is. What? I'm going to call him a little bit different name. It's going to be going called Simeon. Guess what Simeon's waiting on? The Messiah to show up. So when he does, Simeon says, I want to go see him. Simeon sought Jesus. Look in verse 30. Read that for me, please. Verse 30. Verse 30, Luke chapter 2, verse 30. Mine eyes have seen your salvation. Simeon has just laid eyes on Jesus. How old is Jesus? He's eight days old. So before he's born, Herod wants to come find him. Right after he's born, just a day or so old, Herod's coming to look for him. Shepherds come to look for him. Magi comes to look for him. Now look, he's eight days old, and this man named Simeon. Wants to see him. Look in verse uh, 36, 37, 38. Somebody tell me the next person that went looking for Jesus. Looking for Jesus. That's today's message. Who? There you go. So Simeon finds him. Anna finds him. He's eight days old. Let's skip to Luke chapter 2, verse 45, and you tell me Jesus is now 12 years old. Who finds him? It's going to be amazing. What? His parents. Was Jesus lost? Yeah, they must have been in a big caravan because they left town. They're on the way out of town. They realize, let's see, if we got the car keys... Got to close. Jesus Jesus is gone. Jesus could start in a movie, Home Alone. Jesus is gone. So they run back to Jerusalem and goes, Where's Jesus? Where'd they find him at? I wonder if you were lost, would your mom and dad come to the temple to look for you? Go down to Barney's Pool Hall. He'll be there. Go find a video game. He'll be stuck in front of the TV. Where is it? Let's go look. I bet you, doll, he's at church. I know. That's where my son is. Yeah. They go back to the town of Jerusalem. Let's go look for Jesus. They find him in the temple. He's teaching people. He's 12. He's got master teachers around him. Jesus says, now right here is what this passage means. He's 12. And his parents go, how come they, they're surprised? They're believers, and yet they just don't or didn't realize what kind of what Jesus has. Yeah, the mind. There was a small boy that his dad thought he was not retarded, but close. Oh, my, my son's either a nut or he's just... Oh. And of course, he doesn't say that because fathers don't talk that way. But his son would be up there babbling at night and his dad would go, God, why would you give me him? I think he's, he's not just special ed. He probably really needs to be on special medicine. He was coming up the steps one night and that's when he began to weep, though, because he stopped and he listened. His son wasn't babbling. His son's just a little... Boy, this big. He's calling out the constellations and the stars and stuff. He says, I don't have a 
boy, he's not all there. I've got a what? I've got a genius. This little boy didn't have a lot of friends, so his sister was his best friend. Instead of playing football, he played the violin growing up. People might think he was sissy. He went to school, and a guidance counselor put him over in the corner and put a dunce hat on him and said, you ask so many questions, you confuse us all. We get tired of you. You must be stupid or something. Stuck him over in the corner, and he didn't even like the class he was in, but he put up with it. He didn't like math. But he ignored the dunce hat, and he ignored the guidance counselor. didn't have faith. His sister believed in him, and when his friends laughed, he still knew, I've got her. And she sort of helped him out as he got older, too. And his dad really, wow, I've got a special son. So that son's name was Albert Einstein. I wonder how many people thought Albert, yeah, he's a jerk. Albert turned out okay. And math he hated. Albert and I got a lot in common. Well, one thing in common. We both hate math. Albert's a brilliant boy. What do you think these guys feel like right here? Mary and Joseph. Wow, we got a genius on our hands. He's 12 years old teaching everybody. Who else sought after him? Mary and Joseph went looking for Jesus. Look in chapter 8. I finally start making it down to us. So far I've got the Magi, Herod, the shepherds, Simeon, Anna, Mary and Joseph. There's his parents. Luke chapter 8. Oh, just got a few more. Hang on now. Luke chapter 8. This perhaps could be my favorite. Why do I identify with these guys? Because they're lost. And I was at one time, like Paul said he was until he was 12. Look at Luke chapter 8. After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another. He's on tour here, the Jesus tour. Everybody comes to hear him preach. Crowds just flock around him. It says the 12 were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna the wife of Cusa, the manager of Herod's household. Isn't that amazing? Herod wants to kill him when he's small. Now Jesus is older, and the manager of his household gets saved. But that made Herod look good. And Susanna and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. That means they were paying. Jesus would show up, and they'd buy meals for the disciples. It's always a bunch of women fixing meals for preachers. Here it is. I love these three. Did you get their names? Sam again. What's the first one? Mary. Mary Magdalene. What's the second? Joanna and Susanna. Oh, Susanna. Oh, you've probably heard of her before. Okay. The large crowd was around them. They didn't give any names, but they gave this one. Look in Luke chapter 8, verse 19. Say it aloud. Somebody raise your hand and tell me who's seeking Jesus next. Luke chapter 8, verse 19. His mother and his what? Jesus is in there praying and all this, just talking to people. It says, your mother and your brothers are here to see you. It's like an appointment. I bet you his mama liked that. No, I just kidding. Mothers and brothers, keep going. Look at Luke chapter 8, verses 41 and 44. Oh, this is our Bible story from yesterday. Come on. Jerison, the bleeding woman. Yes. Now, look in Luke. Can anybody think of anybody that sought Jesus before I give you the next one? Somebody's just like, oh, I, I, who? Where's Zacchaeus' story at? Matthew chapter 1? Matthew chapter 1? Did you say 26 or something? Luke 19? I just thought, yeah. Look in Luke chapter 19. I like this story. Um, anybody know a man in John chapter 3 that came looking for Jesus too? 
Nicodemus came looking for him by night. You know why? Because he's the leader of the Sanhedrin. This is just my personal belief. It says, and a man named Nicodemus came to look for him by night. Why? He's a member of the Sanhedrin. If he shows up in the middle of the day and says, Jesus, you're the one we all hate, but I'd just like to talk to you for some advice, his friends would have killed him. So I think he sneaks out there at night, crawls up the terrace, and goes, Psst. Oh, that's a message. Yeah. Psst. Jesus, can I talk to you? Come on up, Nicodemus. Helps him over the terrace. And Nicodemus says, What's this talk about being born again? Can a man enter a mother's womb a second time? Jesus says, Of course not. You must be born of the water and of the spirit. Water is physical birth, spirit, spiritual birth. What are you talking about being born again? Okay. Let me explain. No, he wasn't quite that way. But Nicodemus is like, What's amazing about that? You know what Nicodemus does for a living? He's a member of the Sanhedrin, so he's top dog like Jairus. Guess what he is? No. He's what? He's a preacher, a top preacher, and doesn't know how to be saved. You're a Christian here at a Christian camp. Or are you? Just want to make sure you are. Just don't come to a Christian camp. Okay, that makes me safe. No. John chapter 3, Nicodemus came to, I mean, quietly at nighttime, Nicodemus came in. Let's look at the story y'all talked about a minute ago. One of my favorite ones. Luke chapter 19. A wee little man. What's his name? Uh, he is a tax collector, and Zacchaeus gets to spend some time with a person. I would love to do this, but you can today. Jesus entered Jericho and was pre passing through this town. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see Jesus. Wow. Another man seeking Jesus. But watch what he does. If I ask you to do something, you say, well, I don't know if I want to do that or not. It's not worth that much trouble. Zacchaeus, you're going to have to go to some trouble. What do you have to do? What kind of tree? You probably learned that in maybe Sunday school when you were growing up. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he could not, so he just went on back home. doesn't say that. Because of the crowd, he cannot see over their shoulders. Nobody's going to boost him up. So he ran ahead, sort of like a parade's coming, you run ahead of the crowd. So he ran ahead, climbed a sycamore, sycamore fig tree is what my NIV says, to see him since Jesus was coming that way. And he's up in the tree going, wow, bird's eye view. When Jesus comes down, he says, Zacchaeus, what? You come down. I'd like to go eat dinner at your house. You know what? Should have known a bunch of self-righteous people. He says, Zacchaeus, I'd like to go eat dinner with you. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. It must be at Edgar's house. I was born a sinner and still am. I'm trying to get over most of it, but I'm, I'm still a sinner. When do you quit being a sinner? When you walk into heaven, I guess. Yeah. John chapter 2, verses 1 and 2 says, Don't sin, verse 2 says. But when you do, that's us. Try your best not to. Zacchaeus... I want to go eat lunch with you. All the people saw this begin to mutter, He's going to be the guest of a sinner. Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here, please watch this verse, because I'm about to close with this one. Look, Lord, here and now I give half my possessions. He was a wealthy man now. I give half my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. What was my message to you last night? James, the half-brother of Jesus, says, Don't just talk the talk, but do what? Walk the walk. Let me see some action. This man says, I'll show you action. I'm going to give i got four Cadillacs. Two of them get to go to the poor right now. Salvation Army, come get half the money I have. If I've cheated anybody, show up at my house tomorrow and I'll give you money back. Wow, that's action. 
And guess what? Oh, he's just putting on an act. No, Jesus knows your heart. Watch what Jesus says. Jesus said to him, Today salvation yes, has come to this house because this man, too, is the son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to... What's that word I've been talking about? Seek and to save what was lost. Okay. Last verse. Look in Hebrews. Chapter 11. Verse 6. It's in the New Testament. So we're close to the end. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Let me run through my list again. The Magi came to seek Jesus. Herod looking for Him. Shepherds. Well, I said the last verse. I'm sorry, I've got a couple more. Anna. Simeon. Large crowds. His mother and brothers. A pleading man and a bleeding woman. Zacchaeus. But look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. I just want to give you this verse because I think it goes so much aligned with what Zacchaeus just now was told. Without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to Him, we're seeking Him, must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly do what? Seek Him. If you go seeking for Jesus today, He'll reward you for that. Okay. Now I think I'm to the last verse. Look in Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24, and I'm finished. I started to say we're going on a treasure hunt today, and I could have made this a lot more exciting, but I'm trying to just keep it sort of simple. But this is the part, last one that touches my heart. Out of all the verses I'll give you, what kind of people go looking for Jesus? Sinners, prostitutes, tax collectors, wealthy people, poor people, everybody goes looking for Him. I wonder who was looking for Him before He was born? Herod. Matter of fact, you go in the Old Testament, prophecies like, but Herod's like, I've heard about this baby coming along. Then once Jesus was born, yeah, I want to go kill him. So people like Herod's almost looking for him before he was born. Who looked after him after he died? Who went looking for Jesus? You're about to find out. Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 10. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. You say, what women are you talking about? I think this is a great verse because it wasn't... Uh, Disciples that went to go look for him. Hmm. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. When they entered, they did not find the body of Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them, angels. In their fright, the women bowed down. They even got respect for them. Their faces to the ground, but the men said, Why do you look? They're there, and he's searching, looking. Why are you looking for Jesus? Why are you looking for the living among the dead? He's not here. He's risen. That's what sets our religion apart, by the way, with the rest of the religions of the world. We've served the only risen Savior. Remember how He told you while He was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered His words. Look at these women's names coming up. Verse 9. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven. That's the disciples. Who went looking? Verse 10. It was Mary Magdalene. Wow. Joanna. You, you See these names? Look for me. And Mary, the mother of James. That sort of convicts me. Okay, last thing I'll remind you of today. Some went looking before he was born. Some went looking when he was eight days old. Some went looking when he was 12 years old. Some went looking for 30. Jesus is now in heaven. I want to ask you a question. You're going to go look for him today? Some of you probably will. Some of you won't. 
but I'm saved. I want you to look for him every day. Hmm. Just a thought. Let's pray. Jesus, today, all these people that come to mind are so much different than a lot of the